1: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've just had the Round 18 team list dropping, of course. It's Week 2 of NRL Supercoach Finals, which means it's sudden-death games. These are must-win games or you're packing your bags and you're off your way to mad, mad Monday. It's going to be an interesting team list. I haven't had a look at them yet. I'll do them live with you guys. Let's kick them off. Thursday night, footy in round 18 kicks off for the West Tigers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. For the West Tigers, they remained 1-17 last week off their huge comeback win against the Manly Seagulls. Obviously, the big thing to take out of last week was Harry Grant. Uh, There was a big worry that he'd miss a lot of minutes. He moved to lock and he absolutely carved it up there. I'd be expecting Harry Grant to play a few more minutes at lock this week, and I think Little might come on around the 50th minute. He came on about the 68th minute last week. I think you'll see Little play a little bit more footy and Harry Grant spend a bit more time at lock. And for me, I think this is a definite advantage for Grant. I think he's a real uh, VC option here in draft teams. It's a good little matchup th- through the middle of, of the Rabbitohs. I think coming off the back of Melbourne, I really like it. For South Sydney, a couple of changes here. Dane Gagai comes back into the side. Jackson Paulo drops out. I think he's been pretty unlucky, Jackson Paulo. I think he's played some really good footy. Tavita Tola is out as well. And Liam Knight comes back in. Another one to watch On the bench, we've got Jed Cartwright. He's come over from Penrith the last few weeks. He's a kid I really like. Keep an eye on him. I'm going to take the West Tigers in an upset here. Friday night, footy kicks off at 6pm with the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Manly Seagulls, and for Canterbury, it is just absolute mass changes. I think it's just easier to read their team list to you. Fullback Will Bawade. On the wings, they've got Nick Meany and Jaden Ockhambor returns to his first game in 2020, I believe, at least since his suspension. Centres, Remus Smith and Dallin Watenni Now, one big change in the six. Obviously, Kieran Foran's injured. Jake Avarillo comes in at the six, and they Retain Lachlan Lewis wearing the seven, uh, Ogden and Tolman up front. Marshall King wearing the nine. Jackson and Vitali Mariner on the edges, and Luke Thompson returns to the starting side wearing the thirteen with a bench of Wakem, uh, Big Renov, Matt Dory, and Sawaso Sue. For Manly, um, Morgan Harper retains his spot. Really strong game last week. Kate Cast at six. Uh, we see Albert Hopperwade and Abbas Misky on the wings. Uh, I believe their forward pack remains unchanged here with a bench of Croker, Waddell, Kepi and Paseca. Um, I'm going to take Manly in this one. I don't think they were as bad as the score showed the other night. I thought they played quite well. I think Cuss coming back in will be sensational for them. Canterbury, all these changes, I don't know about it. Lachlan Lewis and Avarillo, I haven't really seen him playing in the halves before, and I know he's got a heap of pace to him, but I haven't seen his ball put Ball playing as far yet Um, I'm going to have to lean towards Manly I'm going to take Manly in a close one Let's say Manly by eight points in this one. The late game, Penrith Panthers up against the Parramatta Eagles. Penrith seemed to be unchanged from last week. Just Isaiah Yo returns, which pushes James Fisher-Harris back to the front row, which sees uh, Spencer Lienu or or to come back to the bench. I think those two have been sensational the last few weeks. They've been really impressive. Um, the other change here is, of course, Kurt Capel returns to the extended bench. so He's not in the side this week, which is a really interesting move. I'll be interested to see how the Penrith Panthers bounce back this week because personally I thought last week was one of their worst games in a number of weeks so everything's looking a little bit shaky over there Parramatta coming off the back of a win they're a new side with Jai Field as I said on my page last week it's a real little excitement machine off the back of that win against the Warriors last week I think Parramatta will come into this game with a bit of momentum battle of the West both teams are going to be up for it big time uh, for Parramatta looking at their side obviously Jai Field at six rest of the back line remains unchanged Reed Mahoney has been named he was under a major injury cloud but seems to be ready to rock and roll. Uh, Nathan Brown at lock, he has been sensational the last few weeks. He is just an absolute base stat monster. He should be a VC captain option this week. Um, If you're playing him in draft comps, I'd be very nervous because he's punching out those 70 to 80 points without you know any attacking stats. He's just an incredible footballer. Their bench reads Ray Stone, Andrew Davy, Kane Evans, and Oregon Kafusi, and yeah, as I said before, Kirk Cable's is the only one on the extended bench I'd be keeping an eye on. Uh, Hayes Dunstan, number eighteen for Parramatta. I'd love to see him get a shot. Again, at some point, but I I can't see it before the end of this season. I mean, this team's gearing up for finals footy now. They need to get back in their groove. I think this is one side that I can't see them resting too many guys before finals. The Parramatta Eels, they need to find their groove and get back to their top five footy. In this one, I'm going to say the Penrith Panthers bounce back from a disappointing game last week. They they, they still beat Brisbane, but I don't think they'll be happy with their performance. I'm going to say Penrith Panthers by 12 points in this one. Super Saturday kicks off with the Dragons taking on the Canberra Raiders. For the St. George Illawarra Dragons, we've got Cody Ramsey finally making his debut. He's the young bloke with the young blonde hair that lit up the uh, Perth 9s at the start of the year. Really excited to see him get a bait. Kate Ellis remains in the front row. Uh, Frizzell hosts their second row. Cam McKinnis still at 13. Ben Hunt at 9. Billy Britton's still on the bench, so you can expect to see Ben Hunt get a spell at some point. Uh, A guy that's really impressed me the last few weeks has been Jackson Ford. He's playing about 60 minutes, and you know, that can guarantee you 55 base stats from him in Coach. He's been a really impressive guy. If you've managed to grab him on your bench, he's a great AE to have for one of your centre wings in these sudden death games. Now, for the Canberra Raiders, they look to be unchanged. Joshua Parley, uh, still named there. There was a bit of an injury cloud over him, but he seems all good to go. Um, I'm going to take the Canberra Raiders in this one. I think they'll just be too good for them. I'm expecting a, a big game from Johnny Bateman. Um, scored that try last week, but outside of that, he was pretty quiet against the Roosters. I, I I thought he'd do more. So I'll be interested to see how he goes this week. The second game on Saturday is between the Gold Coast Titans and the Brisbane Broncos. AJ's been in sensational form over the last few months. But Jamal Fogarty, he's the main man on the Gold Coast at the moment, playing simply sensationally. Uh, Mo Fodawaka returns to the starting bench. Tyron Peachy's still playing in the 13, which I absolutely love. Arrow retains his, his spot on the bench for the Titans. Um, for the Brisbane Broncos, you know the big standout here to me is the front row. You got Reese Kennedy, you got Payne Haas. Then on the bench, you've got Joe Arfenngawi and Bentio. They're the only two forwards. They're paired with uh Corey Pakes and Xavier Coates. So big minutes here for forwards. I expect Payne Haas to play 80 minutes again. And as much as Reese Kennedy's starting, I think he'll play the first 20 minutes or so, and then you will see Joe offahan come on to play some big minutes there. I think out of Kennedy and Offahan-Gowie, the one to have it, even though he's on the bench. Um, I'm actually going to say the Broncos win this game. I think they're going to pull a sneaky upset here. I think this will be their last win of the season and their first one in Quite a while. I like the Brisbane Broncos in this one. I'm going to take the Broncos by four points. I think it'll be tight, but I think they'll get up for playing their little brother. Uh, The late game, Sydney Roosters up against Newcastle Knights. Now for the Roosters, you know, we were sort of expecting a few guys to get rested. Doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, They seem to be one to seventeen from last week. Angus Crichton still remains on the bench. Orbison not in the squad. The only change is Jake Friend returns to replace Freddie Lusick. That's the only change there. For the Knights, few changes here. Caelan Ponga, Mitch Barnett, Haim or Hunt have been rested. We see Tex Hoy come back at fullback. So he should be at the top of your waiver list. Maybe not the top, but he should be top three or four. Even though he's playing the Roosters, I really like Tex Hoy. Um, Edric Lee, obviously, he comes back from injury on the wing and Herman ASASA starting at locks. So ASASA, if he's a free agent, worth having a slap at him. Daniel Saifidi returns on the bench as well. And Sione Matautia also a chance to come in there saying, uh, Edric Lee, it'll be interesting to see... Um. Obviously, you know he can play left or right. I would assume he's going to play on the right wing. is still there, but uh, yeah, I'm not overly confident which one's going to play on which side. So it's a bit of a punt with Edric. I mean, if he's, play- I mean, they're still playing the Roosters, so it's not massive. But I mean, going forward, if if you can have that left edge winger when Ponga does return, Edric Lee might be a good little pick up. But once again, you don't know which wing he's going to play on uh, without KP. And if you guys miss him, I'm going to take the Roosters. Ah, jeez, I wish it was tight because I'm coming up against James Tedesco in my draft comp this week and I am very, very nervous. I'm going to say the Roosters win this one by 18. I think they'll be too good for the Newcastle Knights. Sunday afternoon footy kicks off at 5 past 4 with the Melbourne Storm taking on the North Queensland Cowboys for the Melbourne Storm. Um, I thought he was rested, but it turns out he's got an Achilles injury, Ryan Pappenhausen. Now, those can hang around for a couple of weeks. So, Nico Hines, I think he should definitely be the number one waiver pickup this week. And he could be a real game-changer moving forward. If Nico Hines is on your free agent or waiver list, you need to get him now. Put him as your top waiver for tonight. Uh, outside of that, we've had Vunavalu return. Uh, so, he will be outside Branko Lee. And we've had Nelson Asafa solomona return. Obviously, Christian Welsh got suspended last week. So, Nelson Asafa Salomona comes back into that starting side. So, big Nelson Antino in the in the side are playing in the middle. It's going to be massive for them. Um, any other changes to Melbourne? I think that's the only other change. Riley Jacks is on the bench. Uh, Chris Lewis jumps out. For the North Queensland Cowboys, they seem to be 1-17. to The only change is Tommy Gilbert returns to the bench. Gavin Cooper starts. If you see late changes, Tom Gilbert starts again. You need to grab him. He got some really good base stats last week. One to keep an eye on. Might be even worth a late waiver. And if he if he doesn't play, he doesn't play. And then you drop him. Uh, Melbourne Storm in this one. I think they'll be too good. I'm going to say Melbourne by 24 points in this one. They're starting to warm up to something special. The last game of the week, the Cronulla Sharks taking on the New Zealand Warriors. For the Sharks, their superstar, Sean Johnson, returns. He comes in at halfback. Obviously... Uh, Chaddy Townsend got suspended for three weeks, I believe. So he's out. Sean Johnson returns. That's a big plus. Um, Johnny Morris had a decision to make at six. Did he go for Connor Tracy or did he go for Braden Trindle? And I think Tracy played his way into that jersey last week. He was sensational when he came on. And I'm a big fan of Trindle, but it was far from his best game last week. Wade Graham also suspended. So Sifitalakai starts in the second row. Another one that's available at center wing if he is... On your free agent list, for whatever reason, he is an absolute must-have Sifatallakai. Their bench, Wilton, Williams, Andrew Fafita returns, and Royce Hunt keeps his spot on that bench. Toby Rudolph, once again, starting in the 13. Uh, Jack Williams on the bench. God knows what they'll do there. You need to keep an eye on that one. For the New Zealand Warriors, I believe they're 1-17, except... The boys come back from the Parramatta Lone Boys. So, George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro come in. They replace Gerard Beale and Josh Curran. Isaiah Papali starts at prop, and Lachlan Burr's on the bench. I'm going to take the Sharks. Oh, no, sorry. I'm going to take the Warriors in this one. They've just been too good the last few weeks. A really light look at them. Defensively, Cronulla, they've been a real worry, and I think... I think it could slowly be falling apart for the Warriors. I said, uh, you know, at the COVID break that I thought they'd make the aid and people laughed at me and I think they'll just sneak in there, but I don't think they're going to make any impact. I think it's all starting to slowly fall apart down in Cronulla. So I'm going to take the New Zealand Warriors by 10 points here.